When it comes to putting yourself out there, do you fear being ordinary? In this installment of The Grind Defined, I'm sitting down and sharing my thoughts about what you may perceive as ordinary about your gifting and how the wow factor is closer than you may think as I unravel this grind right now. Another blessed Friday, family, and welcome to the Grind to Find. Terrell and Michelle here, certified spiritual mindset coach and professional ghostwriter, helping prospective authors take their manuscripts from pause to publish by presenting concepts that empower writers to define their grind. You know, that whole writing process unapologetically on their own terms. Topics here help identify internal disconnects, simplify misaligned mindset moments, and capture clarity so that a blueprint can be created that magnifies your greatness and captivates your readers. Y'all, listen, it's a beautiful day in the neighborhood, but today is one of those days where I was like, hey, mm-mm-mm. have to bring to you guys something that I think is going to be very helpful for those of you who are deciding to just pound, pound, pound through Q4, the end of the year, and either you're getting started on your project, maybe you're in the middle of writing, maybe you're doing something completely and totally different. Maybe you're setting up what's going to be going on for next year. I don't know. I don't. It's, it's, it's not too early to do that. Actually, I'm doing a lot of that myself. But anywho, let me not squirrel. It's too early in the episode for me to get to squirreling on y'all. But anyway, <laughs> no matter where you are, it's always important to talk about a lot of folks who may have a fear of being ordinary. Now, listen, I'm actually working on an episode that's going to be diving in a little bit deeper with this. I want to launch that episode in December. Couple reasons. Number one, that's my birthday month. Yes, and I'm one of those ones with a whole entire month of me celebrating the day that I was born. <laughs> December 28th, Capricorn here. All the Capricorns rise up because y'all know you Sagittarius I like y'all too. I do. I do. I, you know what? There's not a, a, a sign, a zodiac sign that I can say that I don't care for. Some, I, you know, I don't want to marry your date, but I digress. We ain't even talking about that. And what's crazy is uh, just a little bit of squirrel. What's crazy is I don't even believe in astrology like that, but I can't deny how some of the different character traits of some of the astrological signs, y'all, that stuff is eerily on point. Some of it I read and I'm like, I'm a Capricorn and that ain't, that's not what's up. But then other stuff, I'm like, you know what? You need to get out of my closet. You need to get out from under my bed. You need to definitely get out of the console in my car. I do a lot of talking and things to myself in my car. I don't know if that's just a me thing, but my grandmother used to say, it's okay to talk and it's okay to answer but if you ask who's that talking then it's a problem so so far I'm good with that <laughs> okay all right I'm back <laughs> but anyway <laughs> this conversation that I'm having with you tonight or this topic that I'm talking about tonight I posed a question to my group of girlfriends my sisterhood and I'm telling you these sisters just substantial 
amazing, no fun shade, none of that. Just some real substantial women. I mean, grown women. Where if we're not adding value to each other, there's no point. Okay? That's what I'm talking about. Grown folks relationships. Aight? So, <laughs> I posed a question to the ladies where I was asking, had there ever been a situation in their life where they felt ordinary or feared being ordinary? If they had that space, what was that like? And then what was it like to get on the other side of that? What changed once you were able to define that fear of ordinary, once you were able to label it as XYZ? And what happened once you started to see yourself in Yahweh's image? How did that change for you? And so that was the question that I posed. Now, I could tell you how all of this even came to be, but I won't. I'll save that for the episode in December, but I couldn't wait until then to start to have a little bit of dialogue around this because I think that it's extremely important. We are inundated, overly saturated with so many different versions of the same thing in this world. And the reason why I say that is because there's nothing new under the sun. The word talks about that. It's not, nothing new. So we have all of these different versions of gifts and talents that we see. There are some slight nuances to each and every one. And, and I'll say, wait, I'll say there are nuances to each and every one when the person is operating in authenticity because no two people are alike. No two giftings are, the, and I won't say they may be alike, but not the same. Similarities doesn't mean that they're identical carbon copies, all right? So when you think about that, that everyone who's operating from an authentic space is doing something, even if they're doing similar things, there's going to be something, a nuance for each individual that's different. Sometimes with all of this different information and seeing all these different images and perceived success and all of these types of things, sometimes when you're trying to create something and birth it into the world, something that's very personal to you, something that you care deeply about because it is an extension of you. It's allowing people into a space that otherwise they wouldn't know anything about. They're not just coming over and picking this up. You actually putting it together to share it with other people. <laughs> that can be scary because it's like, maybe you see all of these different things that you see and that you like and all of these different variations and ooh, I kind of like that. And then well, I don't like that. But then if I had that, I'd do this. And once you get finished with all of that, then it could kind of be sensory overload and make a lot of creatives pull back. It might make them even second guess some of what it is that they plan to do. But what if, what if, what if, what if, what if, <laughs> what if that pulling back because of some of it, one of the ladies mentioned a uh, comparison element, which I think could be true for some people. But aside from the comparison element, what if there's just a disconnect from what it is that you would be offering in offering this gifting, this anointing within yourself? Maybe there's a disconnect from the value of that and how important and potent that could be to not only people who receive, but to people who are already out there who would end up partnering with you or maybe even borrowing some of your perspective to expand upon their own. My point being is that ordinary is so subjective. I think and because we are our own 
worst critics and we judge ourselves so harshly, I think that sometimes there could be a disconnect from the value of what we see as ordinary because we're used to us being us. We don't receive us. Only people who get what we put out there are able to receive us. So what if maybe, 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 maybe if you're feeling a bit ordinary, it could be because of the way you're looking at it. Well, that's what I want to talk about today. So I'm going to go ahead and glide right into the quest to avoid ordinary. One of the things I love most about being a spiritual mindset coach is how necessary it is to have consistent and constant self-check moments. <laughs> it just comes with the territory. And it's so cool because when I'm having those self-check moments, it's like every time I have those spaces, I'm able to work with someone or even have just conversations where my understanding of that moment is confirmed. And that that confirmation in those mental states that we can, and I say a mental state because I feel like anything that creeps into our mind that is in opposition of how glorious and tremendously made we are in the eyes of Yahweh, anything that creeps into our mind that's in opposition to that, it is straight satanic. It's not real, <laughs> you know, but because we have an emotional attachment to what it is that creeps into our mind it evokes feelings it can those feelings can in turn disrupt the way in which we may respond to outside stimuli how we process certain things emotions can drive us like over the cliff right so when I think about those self-check moments and the word ordinary popping into my mind in this space in my life I think about Psalm 139 of verse 16 where it says your eyes saw my substance being yet unformed, and in your book they all were written, the days fashioned for me, where as yet there were none of them. Now, what that scripture is saying to each and every one of you that are listening, and even if you decide you want to check out uh, Psalm 139, that whole chapter on your own, Yah saw us before we were born, saw you before you were born. And every day of your life is recorded in his book. Every moment is laid out before a single day had passed, before a single day had even happened. Think about that. So that means you're listening to this. You're creative, be it a prospective author or in whatever way you create within this life. Even if you're listening to this, I've had some people say, well, I like your show and I like the things that you talk about. I like the, the, the spiritual context with things, but I'm not an author and I'm not a creator. No, 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 not, not so, no such a thing, no such a thing. And the reason why I say that is because I don't think that any of us are going throughout this life and we're not creating something. Some of us are more intentional about what we create. Other ones of us are, are kind of like in the passenger seat in our lives in a lot of ways. I know I wrote a book about it, The Ultimate Release, <laughs> you know, so that's like so common because sometimes um, life will just happen around us. It's not to say that we don't make specific decisions, like if you choose to go to college or you choose to get married, there, there are those things. But then it's really easy to make certain choices intentionally and for whatever that reason may be. And then a lot of other circumstances, we allow the circumstances to have us make choices that work for the circumstance, but we're not in alignment with the overall vision for our life or even what our purpose for creation by Yahweh 
happen to be. So when I think about the fact that we are all intentional or unintentional creatives (laughs) in this world, understanding that the fact that you happened at this podcast, the fact that you are going throughout life creating intentionally or unintentionally, these things have already been designed. So what that means is that for me, there's a work within each and every one of us that must be put out. Now, we're either going to go about the process of connecting to our creator and birthing that thing forward with his leadership, or we're going to kind of put that off to the side and lead on our own, (laughs) whatever way you choose to do it. Something's going to be birthed forward. Now, I don't know about you. If something's going to come forward anyway, I would kind of like want to intentionally be involved in it. And I would also want to have my plans designed by the architect, right? Last thing you want me to do, if you want to have your, I don't know, dream home built, you don't want to come to me because I'm not an architect. <laughs> now I can say, oh, yeah, you had this over there. And I don't know, maybe, maybe you're the two or three story kind of closet type of person or whatever. I can probably talk to you about what a great layout would be, but as far as executing the plans for that thing to be built and brought and, and to be brought into fruition, child, listen, somebody will be falling through the second floor up to the third. Now you're like, how are they going to fall from the second up to the third? Because I built it. That's, that's how, because I, I made the plans. It wouldn't have been possible if it was anybody else. <laughs> but anyway, I digress. <laughs> My point is, is that so much of what we want on the inside to bring out into the world, the only reason why I believe we feel it as deeply as we do is because it wasn't planted there for a divine reason. But when we get into a space where we fear being ordinary, which really isn't, it isn't possible. You just go back to Psalm 139 16, when there's a fear of being ordinary, that's a fear that isn't in alignment with what the actual truth of each and, each and every one of our creation happens to be. And so then there becomes the quest. If you've deemed it ordinary, then why is something magnificent about you all but minute, minuscule, by your own opinion. That's something that is a great space to begin exploration. Got it so good, got it so good, got it so good, got it, got it so good, ain't got it so good, got it so good, got it, got it so good, I know my guy good, got it so good, got it so good, got it, got it so good, 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 check me out. We were made in his image, but we lost his likeness. The moment he said bite this, and never spend every day fighting this, and never spend every day searching, really trying to find our purpose. And the media feeding us lies if we don't look a certain way. We are not perfect, nah, we are not made the same I do my own thing cause I stay on my lane See I can do that, then I'm not changing lanes Just being myself and I ain't changing a thing Yeah, true that, you already knew that A lot of self-hate but I had to get through that Now I can't help but to love myself I love myself and I ain't gotta prove that, nah We are not the same, no we are not the same We were not made to please people but we are not to blame We are not the same, no we are not the same I'm a 
y'all know that's facts We also know that Them opinions really can't hold us back They can't hold us down If you know who you are, you know who you are Shine bright, yeah, you know you a star Be yourself, it'll set you apart Look out, think better when you see yourself Can't nobody be you better than yourself Fix yourself, you a tailor-made anyway You wanna make the fix yourself, not get yourself You gotta love you in the end You gotta find you from within You ain't gotta worry about pleasing no man And you ain't gotta look like the next woman We are not the same No, we are not the same We were not made to please people But we are not to blame We are not the same No, we are not the same We were not made to please people But we are not to blame Maybe I'm a little different I might just be a little different But what if I wanna be different? I think I like being different Maybe I'm a little different I might just be a little different What if I wanna be different? I think I like being different We excel and righteously differentiating ourselves We've accepted our own reflection But we like the peace behind bells We excel and righteously differentiating ourselves We accepted our own reflection But we like the peace behind bells We excel and righteously differentiating ourselves So as to that conversation around some exploration and being a little bit different, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that something that is helpful to add to the conversation or would be for those of you who any of this this, these thoughts of being ordinary is resonating with how about ordinary versus uncommon right I think that each and every one of us are uncommon listen I know I'm uncommon child what that's like a whole show let me tell you something I've said this many times especially to different men you know men you I think we're all visual creatures at some point you know men there there's y'all definitely brothers and I know you listening I see the stats and I appreciate it I do I do <laughs> I like I like the fact that even though uh, a lot of what I talk about I reference women because um that's my target audience but that does not mean I don't have brothers on deck that listen to the show and actually uh you know you guys reach out and, and have your comments and things like that which I really appreciate <laughs> but listen I tell a lot of men y'all running around just going on the visuals looking at somebody's picture and deciding you think you want to date them how do you know that from a still image really you know uh but yeah the men running around with just the, the visual thing and i tell them listen you gotta love me <laughs> i am there's so oh gosh there's so many layers and at least i know like when i was younger i didn't know these things i thought it was pretty straightforward nah nah boo boo Anyway, I'd squirrel, I'd, I'd digress. But when it comes to, yeah, I know y'all, I'm sorry. But really though, when it comes to how we are all uncommon, but there's flawed perfection within the uncommon elements of us. It's the secret sauce that makes whatever it is that we're creating, when we bring it to the table, it's what's going to make whatever we have to offer memorable because nobody else 
is going to be able to flip that thing the way that we do. But it starts with us in understanding that being uncommon in a lot of ways has nothing to do with being ordinary. Now, I'm glad that I have audio. We're in December when I drop this episode that I'm going to share with you guys. I I love the audio that I've gotten. And let me say this, if what I'm talking about is resonate with you and you have your perspective or your journey or something that you want to share, you want to send me some audio about being ordinary and I will take and drop that in the show. You know, you can do that by emailing me connect at the You can send that to connect at the You can just put in the subject line ordinary. Uh, please make sure just two things. I'm not crazy when it comes to a bunch of rules with things like that. Number one, just please make sure that you're not flushing the toilet or nothing in the background or yelling at the babies or anything like that. <laughs> you know, just just please make sure that you're in a, 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 a space that's relatively quiet and clear from a lot of background noise. That would be awesome. And I'm going to request that uh, whatever you send in, please don't let that be any more than two minutes. That, that's plenty of time you to break some things down but yeah if you want to if you want to share your thoughts shoot me some audio connect at the grinddefined.com uh, via email i'll respond and let you know if we're going to drop that in the show and the air date and everything so uh, that's that um but and also too if you just have some thoughts you want to share with me text me 832-772-6224 832-772-6224 text me let me know what's up but uh anyway i think that embracing understanding that the things that are uncommon, although we're used to them because we're us, there's nothing about us that when shared is something that's going to be run of the mill to other people. I think a lot of uh, what is is challenging for us is to put ourselves out there and uh, put ourselves in a position where it feels as though people will have a say, because people gonna have a say, they always got something to talk about. People gonna have something to talk about, right? They're gonna have an opinion, it's cool. You know, it's that part. But then I know speaking for me personally, I literally have been writing before I could read and write. If y'all listen to a previous episode, I think I mentioned this a couple times. My mom got me a typewriter when I was a toddler. I was three years old. I was really good with phonics. I could sound things out really well. I couldn't yet write or read, but because I could sound things out, I would type these letters and write these poems and these stories. And so because I've been doing uh, creating things in that kind of way since literally before I was even aware of what I was doing. That was nothing that was really special to me. And just all of the things that that have um, spun off from my ability to be able to tell stories and to, to write and things like that, those things were never a big deal to me. And let's just face it, there's millions of writers and storytellers everywhere. Yet, there's only one Tarolyn. You know, and the same thing for, for us. So I think that we do ourselves a disservice when we choose to be the judge of what it is that is um, special about us. And I, I think not even being able to acknowledge sometimes that that thing is special. How would you know, right? Somebody asked me, Terrilyn, you always say that. How would I know if that thing is special about me? Well, number one, if it's something that you don't even have to think about doing, but that people really appreciate when they're able to receive it from you. Something you don't even think about, you never even really had to try to do. You do it because you like to do it. You you probably do it for free. You know, you probably do 
do it for free, <laughs> you know? But it's the, the littlest things that we tend not to put any personal value on, which are the things that are most valuable to people who come in contact with us and who encounter us. I have a really, I mean, it's an uncanny ability to, uh, when I connect with people, I'm able to see what their gifting is and just blow that thing up. It's crazy how it happens. I mean, people are always in shock when I do it and so am I because I'm like dang that's good but that's not me I've always been that way that's one of those unique things that Yah gifted me with that it, it goes in perfect conjunction with being a writer because not only can I see it I have a unique way of being able to support people in expressing it and not only seeing it and them expressing it but there when we're in that process that process allows them to become one with something. It actually brings it to the surface and now they can identify, connect with it, and feel the value for themselves in a way that they hadn't previously. Who would have thought, I wouldn't have thought, that all of that would have come from something that's always been so mundane and minuscule to me as having a gift for using words. Who would have thought? But I share that because the same is true for those of you listening. Something that you think is so very small or that you maybe haven't even considered, that's just one aspect of it. Once we start to, first of all, understand that, hey, this is valuable, and then start to use it, even if it doesn't seem like there's anything in it for you within this world, because that's why I didn't get into what I do now much earlier, I couldn't affix a, a, a dollar value to it. So it wasn't valuable for me if it wasn't going to make me money. That's pretty much how I thought about it. I was looking at things, you know, looking at other things that were going to bring in the money that I needed to make. But what took me back to actually my first love was the fact that it was always a space of calm and peace for me. And it allowed for me to dump a lot of things out of my mind and just within my body, within my temple, that were wearing me down. It gave me a space to put that stuff. And then when I started using the writings in poetry and doing spoken word, that was even more therapeutic. I never would have thought none of that when I was using the typewriter, misspelling stuff, just typing stuff. <laughs> so my point is, what we may see as ordinary, actually, it's just something that's uncommon. And the fact that it's uncommon is what makes it most valuable to anyone that we would encounter, as long as we have the courage to put it out there so that people can see it. And we don't care about people who are gonna judge it negatively. Hell, we can do that on our own, right? Because we're our own worst critic. We can, we could, whatever. You know, I always say, whatever somebody can say about me, I'm pretty sure I've said worse about myself in my head. <laughs> I don't know, I have been brutal. Brutality has gone on within my mind toward myself at times. I don't do that anymore. But that was a hard habit to break because it does become habitual. But if you think about things that you may receive on the outside, and I'm saying this, if, if that's one of the things that keep you, in addition to being ordinary, if one of the things that keeps you on the fence with truly just allowing yourself to create and go through all of the feelings and get it out there, if being ordinary, your content being ordinary, or it being picked apart by folks. If those are some of the things that you fear, man, listen, 
I'm pretty sure you done said words to yourself. You take that stuff with a grain of salt and keep it moving. But anyway, this is just a little touch, just a little taste, just a toe in on an episode that's going to be coming up that I'm very excited about. And again, if you want to send me some audio and talk about when you hear the word ordinary, is that a space that you've ever been in within your life? Have you ever felt ordinary? And if you're beyond that space, what's it like now when you view the word ordinary now? What does that mean to you? Or if you have any other thoughts around what it means to be ordinary, shoot me some audio, no more than two minutes, clean background, not a whole lot of stuff going on with the dog barking and stuff like that. Connect at the grind to find.com. <laughs> Connect at the grind to find.com. Any parting thoughts? Yeah, shoot them to me. Let's do that. 832-772-6224. You could text me. 832-772-6224. Um, that, for those of you who are already clients, you know that number. Because you've been using it for years now. But uh, And a lot of you do text me. That's not in regard to this show. But if you decide that you want to do that, then yeah. you By all means, you can do that. But that is it for content today. <laughs> If you haven't already, you know what to do. Log on to thegrinddefined.com and click on feed so you can follow me. You can also connect to many of the major platforms from thegrinddefined.com, but you ain't got to go there to do that. No, you don't. You could just search The Grind Defined Podcast in any of the major apps that you listen to now to get your podcast and your music. Terrell and Michelle and Billy Road Live is every Tuesday. You can get that show live every Tuesday, Eastern Standard Time on um, The Grind Defines Facebook and YouTube channel. But you know what? Now that I just said that, I'm looking at my notes. The last episode of the season for Taylor Michelle and Billy Roe Live is actually happening on an off day. It's going to be Friday the 28th. This coming Friday on the 28th, you can definitely catch us. um, You can catch the show and you can also get up live on stage with us. Yes, you can join us on the virtual stage and become a part of the conversation. To stay in the know with that, uh, make sure that you join the list. You can go to thegrinddefined.com, click on join the list, and there you'll be updated when uh, things are happening with The Grind Defined, um, as well as tarolandmichelle.com. I got to say, got to say it again, because <laughs> if it were not for you guys, The Grind Defined ranked, ranked in the top 5% of podcasts globally. Yeah, that's out of 2.8 million, which is crazy. I have you guys to thank for that. And that was courtesy of Listen Notes, which is, you know, if you don't know about Listen Notes, a lot of times when people are checking out podcasts and they want to see um, what are the good shows, popular shows to be on um, as guests or just to check out. That's one of the places that they'll go. So I was happy when I found out that because of you guys and your support, we are in ya. Yeah, we in ya. We in ya. But anyway, that is it. <laughs> I hope that you guys glide on through the rest of your weekend and into the coming week, knowing that no matter where you are in your journey of creation, in whatever way you're choosing to create, this is just the beginning of this phase and this chapter. I don't care if you've been in it for a while, there's always more to come. So embracing what's uncommon doesn't make you ordinary. It makes showing up to show the world everything extraordinary that you were created to be. No matter what, always define your grind and never let the grind define you. Until next time, Terrell and Michelle here. Peace and abundant blessings. Music.